person in any situation, I think is. Oh, no, to be honest, yeah. You can see it in his eyes that he's that killer's still there, can't you? But him, yeah, yeah he, he had that handful of mushrooms on. It's a Logan Paul podcast, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. And it's just a fistful, like most of them would have shared it, and he just goes, whole lot in his mouth in one go, and then he just sat there chewing it for like, yeah. I'd say he's good 20 minutes, he's still, yeah. and he's going, you still going on that? He goes, yeah, you, you got to chew it up. Doesn't work as good otherwise. Yeah, either. and then he turns oh, like, Yeah, you got you up. You're a pussy. Mm. You're like the pussy. You don't want death. You don't want to fight these. <laughs> you're pussies. And they're just looking at him. Yeah. You know, I think he's shit. Yeah. Yeah. This he, is bad. Because Tyson's done everything from. He does DMT, psychedelics, the whole lot. He said that DMT changed his life. Yeah. Well, so, I, I saw him do the, do the toad, <laughs> and that's why I did it. And uh, is that okay? Is that all right? Fine. Yeah, we're going. We're so already going. We're rocking. Oh, oh, okay. We're easing in. But yeah, right. so if you keep your giant being as where you are now, uh, okay. you'll be right. Just like this, yeah. I've had a line. I've had a line, yeah. You've done what, too much. What are we talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> Burgers, yeah. Vegan. No, we're back, episode 61, if you don't include the shorts. I don't know, yeah. We can't include the shorts in the tech. Do you know what's confusing? We've started doing smaller episodes, so I think we're going to do one with you as well for a short. So we're going to do two releases a week, one big one, and then the little shorts. But the system in the back end mm. wants to know series numbers yeah. and episodes. Yeah. So I don't know how the shorts are going to appear in our timelines. I think they'll still be in timeline order, but the main episodes are going to be numbered yeah. and they'll carry on and they're just going to be shorts with no numbers. One so thing, just be on there. One thing that somebody has asked me, someone thought that the, well, actually a few people thought that the shorts is a clip from the main one and it's not, uh, it is a completely separate thing. Complete it's not separate, in the main on one. On their own, shorts are their own feature. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll Make be sure 20-ish minutes long and they will be very topic-based with as little tangenting as possible. Yes, although I immediately <laughs> tangented on the yeah, first one. Yeah, within 10 seconds. We were literally... Straight onto a tangent. Yeah, we were like, we're going to have a real tight focus. We're going to talk about one thing and we're just going to nail it. But first, I'm going to tangent <laughs> onto something completely unrelated and then we will go and be strict. <laughs> but this week, we are blessed once again with Mr. TRT Doc himself, Iman Gorn. He looks closer to his real size now. Yeah, we've tried to edge closer to him just to see it, but we still no, are out-angling him. I still look small. Yeah, we are, yeah, we have, we've reduced your size by at least 40%. Done it on, done it on but he's better than last time. <laughs> better than yeah. last time. You don't look well, last that, time. You literally look like a little dwarf. Yeah, that little kid. A little adopted Somali or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It did look a bit. It was funny because you are just... I mean, what are you, what did you say? You're six foot three, four? Whoa. Two. Six foot six? Six. Like, I don't know because I went low because I remember last no, time we no, thought no. you were taller You're, than what you I'm said. Height, you always go higher. I'm six foot six. Six, six. And a bit. And a bit. Jesus. And a bit. So now that makes sense. Six six is right in my head. Yeah, but last yeah. time we, we felt I that whatever you number you said didn't sound big enough. Yeah. That's why I thought you were six three, but you look six. Well, six when you put me on a little six, baby six. chair, then of course I never look. Well, we've, yeah, he's sat on the floor right now. He's on a booster seat. Yeah. But so we have you are literally one of the most popular people we've had on so far which is my mom would like that yeah, yeah. honestly yeah, but in such a positive positive way the amount of people who are like i've learned so much yeah. from that people listen to it multiple times mm. like it was just the just the sheer interest people told me to shut up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> let, like, let him talk. say more yeah. well look i mean i i had probably 30 messages off it and several people sent their blood work That's uh one guy which we won't say too much about was extremely unwell and um, we've took him on just to help him out and he's a lot better now 
Uh, we've had um, unwell, as in physically or men mentally. Mentally, yeah. Because I remember you saying yeah, that you had was, somebody who was on the verge. Yeah, it was quite tragic. And then he's a, he's on the mend. We've also had several people put, put their scans in, uh, heart scans, etc., to have Amazing. have a look at. And uh, five people have been referred on to consultants um, uh, from finding things. Yeah, from finding ah. things. Yeah, and so I, I think it's just one people. of these topics where nobody wants to discuss it. But you know it affects pr pretty much every male in the country at some stage or another. Yeah. So, so it should be discussed. But we don't have it on the NHS. There is a standard thing to go and get it, these things done. So no, so the, for the, the problem is, I mean, post COVID, everything now, it's just it's become a great excuse. It's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. Now COVID figures have gone up last week, so they've done the same restrictions on blood tests and scans. So an echo, for example, is around about a six months waiting list. MRIs. You need to get, get a consultant's appointment, which could take six months and another 18 months to get an MRI. So all of these factors now, if you happen to... It, an interesting little point here, not to go on a tangent. <laughs> no, we're allowed to tangent but on this one. prostate cancers have gone down statistically in the last 18 months. Yeah. And stomach cancers, and, it, and from a gastrology point of view. The reason they've gone down, because they've been, there's been minimal testing. Yeah. So next year, the year after, you're going to get a massive rise because people are now being tested. But unfortunately, for some people, it's too late. Yeah. So this is actually quite concerning. So if anybody, if anybody is watching and you do have a problem, push that fucking doctor, push it, push it, push it. Ring up every day, 8 o'clock in the morning. Do what they're saying. If they're saying ring up at 8, ring up at 8 and get yourself tested. Because if you are having problems, unfortunately, by the time you will, you will go through the system, it might be too late. And... For the first time, I think, in 30 years, prostate cancer has gone down. Absolute rubbish. It hasn't what, gone what down. What would be the signals of signs of problems if people... Constantly going to the bathroom. Yep. Okay, can be pains around your pelvic. Could be blood. Um, uh, could be a complete lack of libido. No erection. If you were functioning first and it's not... Um, one of the main uh, symptoms is going to the bathroom frequently. Is it issues... You feel like you need to go to the toilet and can't go as well? Yeah, that that's one? right, yeah. And sort of you're dribbling, you know. Yeah. I mean, not like when you're pissed dribbling, when you're sort of just constantly <laughs> just drip, 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 drip. And then really? get, get these things checked out. Uh, if you've got any in your stools, if you've got any blood, um, yeah. get it checked out. Don't ignore it because there's been two years of minimal testing. And if it has got to a stage, it may be trouble for you. So make sure you guys get that done. Important stuff. Yeah, it is. And most, most blokes ignore stuff like that. Go away. Okay. Yeah. I mean, blokes ignore pretty much everything. Yeah, we're not the best. Yeah, but I think that this uh, the fact that, that we we do create these avenues for people to talk mm -hmm. is really important. And like you said, you had a guy come. And I know you personally told me this on the side that when it happened, very very low, super, yeah. uh, you know, suicidal kind of mentality. That's to right. Him. Yeah, yeah. And very, he, had, he had bad hormones. He had bad hormones. He was he was being he was taking a lot of antidepressant tablets and a lot of anti-inflammatories, which were lowering the hormones more. Slowly took him off those. Just two or three weeks into it called up you know i feel fantastic and just then, two to three weeks yeah. to... and then he shared a bit too much you know i had an erection <laughs> i've done my missus last night i mean i really pounded her which was going a bit far for me but like, i was thinking of you the whole so time doc. Yeah. right you know if that if that made him that made him happy and graphic detail but yeah. if, that, if that made him happy you know if he's happy she's happy yeah, yeah exactly. well there's happy. a lot to be said though as well like uh we can we joke about it, but if they've not been able to for a real long time, that's a fucking you, big okay, deal, right? Joking aside, if you're in a relationship and it's not happening, it's not happening. Yeah. And most relationships will, will fail on that. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, well, we spoke about this literally just before the podcast as well, because um, we we're talking about me taking a finasteride, and one of the most common side effects is it can affect people's libido. Libido, yeah. And yeah. I made the joke of just like, well, as of now, unfortunately, I haven't had any effects because I've got very high libido. And finasteride's I, anti-hair loss. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that stops people who might not know what it is. Stops. Yes. What yes. was the what was the the um, the Name of it on the market. What was it known as? It is finasteride. No, that's the that's the, the brand. There's another name that it came with that everyone knows. It was a brand. No, it doesn't matter. No, I don't know what you're about. I'm sure finasteride <laughs> American is American brand. That it was finasteride. You're right. But they right. but they caught it. It's a name and everybody knows it for male hair loss. No, no, no again, no, too no, scientific. No. It's literally like a. Oh, what's it bloody called? I'll tell you now. You, you'll find it. There was another away. one with uh, pro. Propecia, Propecia, no. yeah, that's is it Propecia, because then there's Pro Proscar, yeah. which is yeah. the Propecia. one for non-prostatic hyperplasia, isn't it? Proscar, 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 yeah. So Proscar and Propecia, they're the two ones that it was mainly known as. But it's the yeah. same; they're both the, the same thing. Right? It's, yeah. it's a, just yeah. a different dose, yeah. isn't it? When you get yeah. 0. 0.25, 0. 0.5, and one mg. Um, it should always be started on a gradual dose. Because Proscar is like five milligrams, though, isn't it? Yeah. That's for the prostate, though. That's right, yeah, and. Uh, it stops sort of it reduces the conversion of of DHT and most people will be fine on it, mm-hmm. but when you have one in fifteen will have a problem, so it's rare but it's not uncommon, mm-hmm. and then one in a hundred will have a real problem. Yeah, what's also, a real problem? Like you're not going to get an erection. Oh, but that's reversible, yeah. If they stop taking it, it is. You've got to take it, but then you've got, your whole body's function has to balance back to normal. Which in all, in if you're in a certain bracket where you had borderline testosterone anyway, yeah. And you know, remember one chemical reaction. It's like a, as I said before, it's a cake. When you add this and something else happens, you have to add a multitude of things to get it going. So yeah. it's not always that straightforward. One thing I, I was unsure about exactly how how it happens, but without as much testosterone converting to DHT, in theory, shouldn't your testosterone then be a little bit higher because there's more circulating testosterone yeah, your testosterone, your testosterone will go higher then also your estrogen can get higher yeah and it all starts messing things up right okay well anyway so what we were saying is that i've started taking well i started in january on 0.25 milligrams so that's a, at the moment i'm literally quartering my one milligram tablets um unfortunately had absolutely no uh, effects and i made the joke of like because i've got a, quite a high libido i was like i wouldn't mind if it like <laughs> was a little bit calmed down and you were like, oh, fuck, no, you'd never want that. But like, I've never really, I suppose you hear kind of the the shit end of the stick for a lot of people, but like, I can't really picture it. Like, is there a difference? Like, this is something I'm actually unsure of. Is there a difference between like ED, erectile dysfunction and low libido? Is like one, you want to you want to have sex, but you can't. Well, and the other, you just don't want I to. I can tell you, when you're in a heavy diet phase, yeah. like show level dieting yeah low carbs yeah yeah just everything's you know your body fat's really really low you you get that brain fog because your body fat perhaps is so low that crushes your libido libido too. is essentially but, the desire yeah to engage in sexual or sexual activities yeah. mm-hmm. what i found was when it was in the crazy diet phase it was initiation of it was the problem yeah if it got initiated it was fine yeah but you just didn't really thought crave of it. initiating it and yeah that crave was see gone. when you're on low carbs your shbg drops as well right okay Makes sense so when people are on extremely low carb diets the shbg is low so once they increase it the 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 feeling comes back mm-hmm. having test testosterone has nothing to do with libido or a very small part of libido hmm. uh 
a lot of it is might look for example if you let's say your partner you can't stand her when you go home you think fuck you know she's still here <laughs> right and you know you're eating the food and she slammed your food down and she's staring you out <laughs> Right, that's like, like a personal. Yeah, so, yeah I was just saying, this is really yeah. real specific. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's cut hair into a bob and she's still yeah. wearing that stupid blouse. Right. And you can't stand her fucking teeth <laughs> and the way she eats. And we've all been in it, let's be honest. When you're in a relationship, you should like the way she used to eat. It was cute. The way she used to drink, it was cute. Yeah. And now she's fucking. She's there. <laughs> she's drinking like a horse. Right, she chomps her food. Those little cute lips now. Now you want to like, you know, not that you can, but so when you go to yeah. bed, it's not going to get you charged, is it? Yeah. There's not much going to happen. Your testosterone could be great. Yeah. And then, for example, I've had, I have had people say, you know what, there's no misses, mate. I can't get an erection, mm. but when I'm outside, I'm great. Yeah. And that really is, you know, they need to have it's, some. It's that's more psychological. That, that's yeah. a relationship yeah. thing. So that, there is a when you're generally happy and you're in a good mood and everything is good. Um, everything also works well, but the, I mean, libido and testosterone are two different things. Right, that's a good thing. I didn't think that. I assumed. Yeah, I thought they kind of look. Look, anybody's had times of of hardship or relationship problems or lots of horrible issues. It's the last thing on your mind, isn't it? Yeah, it can yeah. be the last thing on your mind. Mm. But I would say, for most, if people are struggling with that mental mental side of it, it's a big thing. So changing up routines, mental side, yeah. up, you know, yeah. habits and stuff. Building habits in the bedroom is a bad thing. Oh yeah, it, create, it can, it can create, create like shortened timelines for intimacy and, mm. and all sorts of stuff because you're just going through a rigmarole. Yeah. So I mix it up sometimes. Walk backwards to the bed. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> headstand. Well, you know going with an elbow drop. <laughs> weren't expecting that. Yeah, I've been married a long time, so we don't know about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so what did we get up to before we tangented onto? We were talking about um, you were on finasteride, and you're yeah. hoping your penis was going to. Yeah. Well, oh, we were talking about the guy that the guy calling up saying that. Oh, that was it. Yes, yeah, you've had a number of is, returns. Yeah, and and it's it's you know and lots of nice positive messages that there's. That they've had, they've thought some guys have, we were thinking about taking steroids. And now we realise about doses, about the whole industry. So it was generally speaking, you know, positive. No one sent a message and you're talking crap. Yeah, which, honestly, which is, which is good. So many people wanted you back on. Yeah, like you were the number one. You know, straight back on, and um, hopefully we can. You said last time, so you wanted to cover major questions you always get asked. Yeah, and go through the responses that you normally get. Yeah. So prior to just starting that. I thought we had a conversation before. We had a couple of deaths in the last well, yes. So who was it? Who went from West Side Jim? Yeah, Louis Simmons. We don't Louis really Simmons. know. What we know of yet. just keeping respectful to families. In the last ten days, there's been six deaths from the strongman world within the industry. There's been six yes, deaths within that. Just the okay. fitness industry, uh, if that's what globally. You're which is um, again, we can put it down to being a coincidence, a freaky coincidence, or anything like this, but. You know, we had Boston Lloyd die recently. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, do you know who they actually did the autopsy? You know what he died of in the end? It was uh, aortic bleed. Yeah. You know, it was, it was genetic uh, issue. His father had it. Um, but obviously, it was not helped by his use of pharmaceuticals. Well, I mean, if one of the things that his HDL was extremely low. Uh, he had extremely stiff arteries. Um, his heart had calcified. There's other sort of factors into it. Yeah. But it certainly didn't help. And then um, there's been a, a young lad who passed away from in Peterborough. Not even thirty. Uh, there's been a few, you know, things. And again, you know, I, I can bark about this until the cows come home. We said it fifteen years ago that after a certain amount of time, these things will become common. 
Yeah. And we're just at the start. And again, whether I'm dead or alive tomorrow or not, but within two or three years, it will be a regular occurrence. Because it's been 15 to 20 years people have been using these drugs in high doses. And now it's starting to catch and up. And this is when it's going to start, start catching up. Because you were telling me some some horror stories about some of the strongmen and things like that that have, have come through over of, time. Of, of uh, You see, if you look at, you know, let, let's say if you were, uh, let's say, I don't know, a kickboxer, you would take a very small dose, mainly for recovery. Mm-hmm. Your weight's lean, you eat healthy, you're in good shape, and extreme cardio. So, of course, you fight, you've got to be fit. And we all saw the, the, the heaviest boxing match in, in history. Yeah. Can, you call it, can, we call, can we call it that? Mm. Was it you really know. a boxing I match? I mean, all credit to him, two guys, 150 kg plus the last 18 minutes. That's not... No, I thought, yeah, the cardio yeah. side but, was really good. But, but, you know, if any boxer went in, anyone pretty decent, it's all over, isn't it? It's not going to go far. In a year, that, I mean, Thor looked like he had the best fundamentals. Yeah. But Eddie, in a year, had one overhand right and then some weird FELTs style, like 300, this weird, I don't know what that yeah. turtle stance was. It was bizarre. Mm. It was bizarre. And I was just like, oh, he's had a load of yes men around him. I think as well, you've got to understand probably all the stiffness that is in his body from years of yeah, being a strong one. Eddie is an athlete, though. He used to be a high, high level strong. I think Eddie, Eddie probably been... had the wrong coaching. I think Thor, mm, Thor I think boxed. I think so. I think, and, and Thor I think Eddie's coaches, boxed well. Yeah, in he did I think right. Eddie's coaches didn't, yeah. didn't stand up to him enough and say, no, you need to, you know. They just let him fly with what he was good at. Yeah. And that was great, but then didn't work on the fundamentals. Yeah. Because when he got hurt, when he got hit, he didn't you didn't see him go back into a fundamental stance or come back out with a jab. He just went straight back to swinging that overhand right really violently, tiring himself out every time he missed it. Mm-hmm. It's impressive actually how long they did keep going. Because they were throwing is, big I mean, that's, that's swinging a, shots. But some big guys. <laughs> I honestly I just wish shots. I'd seen Eddie come out. And it's good that he came out Southpaw, I thought that was quite interesting. But just that stance was so so, I mean, just on a tangent. But so, yeah, no, we're not So, if you're like a fighter, you're taking a bit of yeah. gear a few times a year, mainly for recovery. Yeah. Okay, so there's no real long term effects on that. Small amounts of gear, uh, testosterone, a few of the bits and pieces to help you recover, recuperate, and perform well. It's not really pushing you out of natural no, realms. No, it's, it's not really. Maybe yeah. just a tad higher, but nothing significantly. But if you've been taking in any sport, bodybuilding, strongman, powerlifting, anything like this, uh, CrossFit, even, you could argue and you're, you've been taken for 15 to 20 years. So the average usage, study will show, is about 15 years of use of high dosage. And are these people staying on it constant? Pretty much, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got the blast and cruise concept now, which we yeah. never had before. Before you would go on, you would go off. Now you've got blast and cruise. Now, as the look changes over the years, so, for example, you go from the mass monster to more sleek or more physique or more shredded, different types of steroids come into it. So there's a post-mortem I have... I'm not going to, again, just out of respect, I'm not going to say the name. Yeah. And there's 34 types of drugs in the system. Now, some of these drugs were unknown. I was going to say, so how many of those are recreational, do you reckon? Five. Wow. Five. So 20 odd yeah. pharmacies. Different types of things. How do they even keep track of that? There. Now, what you get, you, it becomes this sort of internal cell pharmacy prescribing. So you hear this. So, for example, telemasartan now, new drug. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, it's helped scarring. It lowers your blood pressure. So a lot of the guys on the cycle are taking it. But theoretically, if your blood pressure is fine, why would you take a drug to uh, reduce your blood pressure when it's fine? Yeah. And the theory can help with scarring. Maybe it can, maybe it can't. You know, I, I don't know. Now, 
So after a continual, you know, let's say if you're 45 years old, 15 to 20 years of gear, more than half your adult life, there will be side effects. Yeah. I mean, that it doesn't take a genius to work that out. There will be side effects. But we talk about people who are going into like super natural levels or no 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 there's the, the levels are way super phys- i mean for example super uh, physiological like you know even if you look at what would maybe seen as a as a gram a week of of uh of steroids that is not physiological it's not even 10 percent above it so we're, we're talking people who've been using it for extended periods of time at high dosage what you have to define here is a medical dose which we'll come to these are non-medical doses right so okay. just to separate the two you know, your, a medical dose will come to. This is non. These are basically sports performance doses at the highest level of strongman or bodybuilding or powerlifting. Yeah. Okay. Now, some people will be genetically gifted. Mm-hmm. They respond fantastically on lower doses, but they're still high, as in compared to medical doses. So we have just to separate the two. Now that time has come now, whereby it's been fifteen, twenty years, and unfortunately, some people will get ill. Some people will die. Mm-hmm. There's, we only, again, as I'll say, we only hear about the famous names who die. We don't hear about the normal guy who's passed away because he's not well-known, yeah. nobody, nobody yeah. cares. You were saying someone went to yeah. the gym the other yeah. week. But now, if you look at, for example, Kuwait, the whole sort of the new Arab mecca of training, there were 14 deaths in one year in Kuwait. India. India is where the whole muscle thing is coming mm. from. Now, India bodybuilding is huge. A lot of money being yeah, put in, and the yeah, absolute fanatics. And uh, Pakistan, I mean, they've got several pros now. You know, absolutely, sort of everybody's after that look. Um, Iran, the whole Iranian muscle, the Persian muscle, the Arab muscle scene. If you, anybody's, if they've, anyone's gone to Dubai recently, and and I even went, I become a Dubai wanker as well. Can I say? <laughs> and you go there, and you go on the fountain. Everyone is walking around hench. Really? Yeah, you don't see no, everybody's hench. And they all come out at a certain time, like vampires, to walk around with their little stick things, take their pictures and whatever. Now, that's this new phenomenon there. Africa, everybody's... I mean, it's just, it's just like a wave of this physique look, muscular look. It's everywhere. And now, when you look at all these countries, people are dying. There was one particular season in India, two or three years ago, where 31 people died in a comp season. None of them are pro. They're all just at local competitions. Is that diuretic use? Diuretics, yeah. yeah. That was all diuretics. But if you say something, you're a coach, you're well-known in America. By the time that gets to India, it's like if you're... Oh, they're doing it in America, so the view would be they're doing it in... You know, they're doing it in America. Yeah. So we've got to fucking do it. So, but in America, it's not as hot. You don't have 55 degrees at yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And... You know, they've got air conditioning. You're in the heat all day. You don't need diuretics. I mean, if you look at the Indian packs and the physiques coming from there in bodybuilding, the PCA, uh, IPB, the guys are shredded. Not not mass monsters, but shredded. They don't need diuretics. So this sort of thing is, again, one big guy will say it, and it filters down to everybody. So globally, people are dying. What is it from the diuretics that is killing people? Just to, for complete dehydration, potassium imbalance. Because you've got to think these these people usually bro as well, so they're already coming to a show. What they'll do is they'll be on their extremely low, low caloric diet. intake. Yep. They'll have done calorie purging through masses of cardio, yep. and then what they do, literally two to three days out from the show, they'll start cutting water, and I mean yep. fully cutting water. And on the day of the show, literally talking sips. You're allowed a sip yep. every so often. 
And on top, then on top of that, bear in mind you're fully dehydrated on this stupid diet, doing masses of cardio. Let's put, let's, under stress. let's put DNP in, for example. And then yeah, they let's use... put diuretics in. Some people, and again, the people, who talk, everyone talks about this advanced science. For I mean, look, let's be honest, people are starving themselves dehydrating and taking stuff to push water out of their system. And when they're on the, the anabolics as well, people understand is that actually buffers the error of the starvation because the anabolics falsely make the body hold on yeah. to more muscle than it would do. But so they're dehydrated, they're in this low calorie, uh, caloric uh, State. intake, yep. you know, mass deficit. Then they're adding a diuretic in. So that again is going to rid them of water that's already not in the body. So what does that, that is, it, is it called strokes? What, what is it to do with blood pressure issues? What in, is it, does there's it? several things happen. One of the main things that happen, the blood becomes thick, becomes like syrup, sticky, easy called the blood clot and you die. Okay. okay, so if you look at Mohammed Benazizia, he's the only guy ever to beat uh, Dorian, Dorian Yates. He died on stage and at the time they couldn't find, it's got to be what, 25 years ago, they couldn't find a place to do an IV on him. Just... Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing, him. nothing there at all. And, and he had a, a, the most unbelievable physique of that era. I mean, he beat Dorian, yeah. For, a, for I mean, the guy was an yeah. absolutely fantastic physique. So, you know, in conclusion, when, you, when there's been a long use of high doses, the risk is there. Now, compare that to a medical dose. So, and this is a good way of explaining this here. But you would never use any diuretics, would you? No, 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 so never. never. Un unless you're, you know, you, you're diabetes, you've got certain conditions. So we're but going back to now normal testosterone. Testosterone, yeah. a medical dose. So imagine, for example, if this here is the top of your normal level. I don't know if this can be seen here. Yeah. So for people not watching, video, yeah. we've got two glasses here. One is about a quarter full. Being very scientific, yeah. yeah. Or is it... A quarter empty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three quarters empty. <laughs> right. I'm going to quarter Whatever. full and three quarters. Yeah, so let, right. So this one here is here, and this oh. is the top end of normal. So okay. when you're taking testosterone, I was going to pour your drink into here to demonstrate, but you roughly would be about there. So you're still at the, at, under the top Ooh. end, but you're not lower. You're in that middle bracket. So if you imagine, put your hands up in the air, guys. Yeah, so if you've got low testosterone, yeah. basically. So right, here's imagine my... here... So you're still within that bracket. Yeah. So before you were here, and now you're here, but you're still within that safe bracket. Yeah, so what, for people not watching, we're basically creating a low and a high boundary. Yeah. And if you're within at the low boundary and add in exogenous testosterone, yeah. it's only enough to keep you within an upper natural yeah. range. So you so will not have any The glass side is not spilling over. Absolutely. You're not yeah. going to have much side effects. You may have a bit of blood thickening. You can do a venosection, draw some blood out, but you're fine. And that's your hemocratin. Yeah, your hemocrat will get higher. Yeah. So that's a very safe physiological dose. And they've been, I mean, one of my guys, uh, he's been on it for 41 years. Wow. Okay, and uh, I mean, it looks amazing. Uh, generally, very healthy living, looks, looks fantastic. Now, he had an accident, a motocross accident. I mean, God knows, before I was even born. And it reduced his function, but he's, he's fine. Now... So you're staying within a physiological amount. Okay. And so you're not really going to do much damage to yourself. You do your prostate checks, you do your heart echoes, etc. You're going to be fine. And and fairly, you know, you can argue even up, up to up to the end of your life pretty much you can do it. Now, then you've got other parameters in there. Some people, for example, let's say if they're not sexually active or they've they're, they're old, they've got different priorities or they're not really interested. So they may just take one mil, to give you a medical dose here, one mil of testosterone, 250 milligrams of testosterone once every three weeks. That's the medical dose. Okay. Okay, so once every 21 days they take that. Other people may take one mil every 14 days, 
250 milligrams every 14 days. Other people may get that one mil, but decide to take that, for example, uh, instead of every 14 days, half a mil every week, mm. 125 milligrams. Some people may decide to do 0.3 mil every third or fourth day. Which is what you guys recommend, getting close to what you guys I recommend. I think if you, can, if you can be bothered to, and this is, because it is, it is a noise, let's be honest, you've got a syringe every third day, you've got to jab yourself, um, either into or subcut, and some people will do, will microdose daily, so effectively that one mil is split into 21 doses, and they will microdose daily. But that's supposed to be the best way for replicating the body's natural yeah. rhythm of testosterone. It, 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 it? Is, it's a, it can be the best way to manage estrogen and to, to manage o- other factors, but it's not for everybody, there is no hard and fast rule for you know it may work for some people it can be a headache every day jabbing mm. you might get a little bump where you jab subcut it disappears every two or three days you know imagine 365 jabs every day you have to do it looking into this what is the risk of jabbing and jabbing and jabbing like these guys are doing in the same spot over year after year after year it's it's 100 percent infection abscess i was going to say because because gravity no matter is going to take effect isn't it so wherever they're jabbing eventually it's going to be you know, moving down through the limbs, these these carrier oils. And but we like we were that. we were told, I mean, this is like twenty five years ago at university that imagine an apple, a green apple, and you put a needle into it and you take it out. When you leave it a day around that area, you'll see it starts rotting quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine if if that same area is jabbed, you know, like for example, like Winston, I mean, people might be jabbing that every day. And it's, it's being jabbed in the same spot. It's not long before you're going to get an infection and an abscess. Mm. It's not long. So a lot of the times people will say when they're jabbing the delt, they're getting a lot of bad pip. So it's painful injection. So okay. they're jabbing it and it's painful. Oh, is that post-injection pain? Yeah. Okay. Now, post-injection pain. Now, <laughs> that's actually, there's, a, there's an abscess underneath because mm. you're going through the same spot. Mm. Now, you've also had cases of people have jabbed and then pus has come out. And I mean, lots of people, it's common knowledge, lots and lots of people have ended up in hospital with abscesses and. and, and uh, cut out yeah, oh, I remember that Greg Valentino. Oh, Can you remember that Greg Valentino? Oh, I, oh, I remember like that one. Yeah. Syringing his own biceps. I, I actually met Greg in um, the FIBO in, in Germany. He's actually yeah. quite a funny guy. He is, and I said to him, What happened? And he said, Man, I just couldn't help it. <laughs> and, he, and I remember seeing the needle, and it's like a yeah. fucking hook, and he was like, Whoa. Oh, yeah, he, and was, he was. He was bent. like, Remember that? In yeah, I mean, he, he says there's a, one of these interviews where he drops a needle on the floor, he blows it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Eddie Murphy with the ice cream. Yeah. Just yeah. Carries he, on. He, he just can't be bothered to do it again. And, and that was that, that sort of extreme thing. But it is not uncommon for abscesses. And a few times we've seen satellites. It's not uncommon. Now, what would be interesting to see, um, to get some stats from the hospitals, how many people have come with abscesses or infections? Mm. Uh, there is often a view, which I've got to hear, defend the bodybuilders and the steroid users. There's a, there's a view within medicine that steroid users exchange needles. Absolute rubbish. There's no data. That's heroin, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you're mistaken. You know, You'd have to be bit. daft, surely. Uh, you know, nobody does it. It's absolute rubbish. And there'll 100% be some tithead that's done it. But yeah, you're talking but almost. Like, yeah. Abs- but, it's an anomaly. But you'll also be some tithead who's gone up and drank testosterone. Of course, yeah, there's a tit for every yeah. Every yeah. Put it into his ear or something. There's a tit for every moment, isn't it? And I'm sure there's somebody who must have tried putting his dick. There's got to be. Definitely. Yeah, there's got to be. Rectal administration of a vial of test. Yeah. It's probably read some study to the suppository sort of yeah, hmm. yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happens if yeah, I put an earbud or something and shove it up there? Yeah. Apparently, it won't get in, it won't damage your kidneys yeah. if you yeah, exactly, if you absorb yeah. it rectally. It's the best way of absorption. <laughs> but they, they are actually talking about a testosterone implant for men, which will be a suppository. Oh, really? Yeah. So joking, <laughs> joking aside, it is in, a, in an experimental phase. Joking aside. Okay. How often does that go in? Who knows, but that's, that's a commitment. That's the yeah. next next load of bodybuilders. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, it'll, it'll probably be more fun for people. <laughs> that but... would make bodybuilding really gay, even gayer yeah, than I mean, it is. They're already it's already in pretty small yeah. pants. They're yeah. already in small yeah. pants, covered in Ron Seal wood stain, on a stage posing for other men yeah. who judge them about how good now they're, they're going to be like, "Oh, bro, can you stick this up my ass?" <laughs> and other, other, other men are oiling them. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's the funniest. It's the only sport you could say to someone. You know what? Can you just oil me by my groin and it's completely normal? Yeah, yeah and the other bloke will get on his knees and be like, yeah, yeah. pass me the roller. Yeah. <laughs> I say, you know what? Oh, your glutes are looking really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. sport. We get away with that. Yeah. glutes. Yeah. Yeah, geez. Craziness. Right, yeah. where do we get up to before we tangent it? Right, so, so yeah. on, on the medical door, so this is how... Yeah. So you run know, about the glass, not spilling over on medical. Yeah, doses. you've got to understand that the medical dolls is totally different to the medical. This is the biggest beef between we've got the medical profession. They'll always get confused between steroids and testosterone administration medically. Mm -hmm. So they, when you go look, I need testosterone. They ask you, do you go to the gym? Yeah, I do. Oh well, we're not going to give you steroids. That's absolute rubbish. So this is a this is a sort of uh, a symbol of their ignorance, which has been running on for 25, 30 years. Well, they're literally turning people down because they yeah. go to the gym. Well, yeah, yeah. Because they, they think that you're doing it just to get... Because you want muscle. They don't understand it. And the link between depression and testosterone, there's several studies on there, on ResearcherGate, peer-reviewed studies, generally not accepted by the medical profession. And I'm gonna, I'll repeat again from last time, the biggest problem is the, the NHS is, is in a state of downsizing yeah. and reducing funds. If they were to give... I mean, in my estimate, there's probably... Five million men in the UK who would need who could do with TRT probably, and if the NHS was spending let's say two and a half three grand on each person, can you imagine the cost of it? Yeah. And they're not willing to do that. They're just no. they're just not willing to do that. Not for something that's not going to kill somebody. Well, it does. In fact, it can do. I mean, we, what we do know, well, if people are suicidal what, as well, what, what, what we'll, no, but they, what, won't, they won't count it, will they? But no, what we do know, there's seventy diseases and illnesses and conditions which are caused by low testosterone. Is prostate cancer one? Prostate cancer can be one. Heart attacks can be caused by it. Yeah. Uh, LDL cholesterol, high LDL cholesterol oh, can yeah, be caused yeah. by low testosterone. Your mental health conditions, muscle wastage, um, joint, joint, joint problems, osteoporosis. So many, so many conditions. Yeah. Actually, you name the condition, then testosterone, what, testosterone can affect it. Well, I've seen most from what we've done is the, the sheer effect it has on people's mental state. Yeah. yeah. It like literally puts you into a deep, dark hole of depression. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just from a simple, something that could be cured. But look, simply. I mean, in, in, the, in the British system, still doesn't, doesn't accept how important D3 is. So testosterone's a long way away. Jesus, yeah. Vitamin I mean, D, simply mm -hmm. not I mean, not they still that, don't. Yeah. I mean, fuck testosterone. They still argue amongst the importance of D3. Yet we all know, and everybody knows, every physiologist knows, every nutritionist knows, but we saw Hancock and other people, mm, but not too sure, really. You know, we don't really know. And then, oh, what? Well, yeah, actually, we've changed our mind. We do know now. Well, no, actually, we don't know. It's, so we can't, even to this day, a doctor will normally give a 1,000 to 2,000 IU. They should be giving everybody 5,000 IU. Yeah, I think the ones I've got downstairs are 4,000 IU, and that's the bare minimum that they suggest yeah, you take daily. Yeah, but we still have that dispute on. You still think it should be higher? 5,000 a day minimum. 
Do they if sell five thousand? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you're if you ethnic minor, if you're ethnic minority, i.e., this is a factor or, or yeah. Asian, you should be on ten thousand a day. This is not to do with you know we're better than the white people. It's just that we need more. <laughs> so if any white people out there saying, "Oh, this is not fair," you're giving them ten thousand. I'm getting five. That's 000. why they've got more of the D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So what you've got to That's do. That's where it comes from. Direct supplementation <laughs> yeah. of the right. D. And you can go onto our website, but, but, the, uh, but white, white people, Caucasian people, let's be scientific here, uh, North European Caucasian people need a minimum of 5,000. If you're extremely active or you've got joint problems or things like cirrhotic arthritis, etc., and, and I'm more than happy to be quoted on it, it should be between five and 10,000. If you're into MMA, mm-hmm. active MMA, brutal MMA, jiu-jitsu, etc., 10,000 a day should be on. Yeah. Okay, to get... To get a toxicity in D3 is nigh on impossible. Nigh on impossible. And even if you are, if you have it high, the maximum we look at 200, you'd you'd get side effects, detrimental side effects. (laughs) That's me moving his microphone. That certainly put you off your stride then, didn't it? Uh, You know, you'd have to be at six or seven or 800 there. So it's very rare to get toxicity of it. Um, If you're a heavy athlete, Six to ten thousand. If you're a big, big guy, you know, ten thousand. Is, is there an optimal way to take our vitamins, or can we just smash them all in at one go? The optimal way is obviously through an IV because they're going to bloodstream. Uh-huh. They, they bypass, which the, we're actually going to have a bash at. Yeah, they, they, I was wondering about that, like, because I keep seeing it. I was like, what? what well, is there that much look, of a measurable difference? We, we do IVs, but I'm, I'm going to be straight. They're not for everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get the blood test done, we can quite clearly see your deficient in this, 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 this. So we can make up the IV and give it to you. Now, the famous hangover IV is very popular. Yeah. People get pissed, and might you get pissed, you get high, have a great time, go get an IV, you feel great. Why? Because you've got saline, sugars, vitamins, minerals, and paracetamol. They do it American. Dave Chappelle was known for that. Well, Heavy partying, and then the next day he'd have, in his hotel room... The nurse would come by and they'd have a drip party. Well, when he was yeah. here, yeah. when he was here a few weeks ago, um, you know, he had a lot of IVs. They really? Yeah, yeah. And you, and you, as you mentioned that. But uh, now, if you're perfectly healthy, not deficient in anything, it's not going to really give you any particular particular difference at all. Right. So, um, you know, for the now, when you're making weight for for boxers, so for example, in America, there's different rules. Um, on the rehydration clauses. So once you're cutting for weight, it's fantastic to have an IV. You know, people are working out a lot. It, it's to replenish your things. Um, so they can be great. And then the ingredients you put, on, put in there, mm-hmm. for example, glutathione and NAD, NAD therapy, fantastic for regeneration of cells. Plenty of evidence there. Unfortunately, again, not available on the NHS. Okay, but we have seen people with kidney damage, liver damage, not too steroids, generally speaking. What's in NAD? NAD is NAD, yeah, it's, NAD therapy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it started off in America. Um, it's fantastic and it helps at a cellular level. You right. can buy you can buy NAD as a supplement. You yeah. can get it. Uh, uh, you can get it from my protein. Right, okay. You can yeah. use code Lex Fitness just to get <laughs> maximum percentage off. <laughs> but you can actually get. But there's another one. Um, I've heard of NAC, NAC, but it's there's you've one. You've got NAC, NAC. I've NAC. heard of NAC. NAC, NAC was another one. And then you've also got... Which a, is the one that's expensive to buy in that's meant to be good for anti-aging? NAD. NAD, it is, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah we should good. be dosing that. It's, it's, you can get hold of it really easy. It's t- got, tiny little dosages. I've got some in my fridge in on that. Right. Get and that it, bugger, Lou. There you go. Got now, it. for example... It's still, still a bit bunged up from last week. 
Yeah. Yeah. He had face orgasms last week. Like yeah. crazy. I, was, I, I listened back to some of it. And I was like, fucking sound like, I don't know, it just didn't even sound like me. I was just like, brr, brr. <laughs> You know, so there's there's all sorts of different IVs now. Curcumin, for example, uh, there's virtually anything which can be uh, dissolved into saline can be given through an IV. And, and, and what's the? Is, are they just more bioavailable? Yes, it, but it absorb it, it bypasses the whole gastric nutrition process. Yeah. It's gone straight into your blood. Is so it, you've yeah. seen movies where the guy's like this and he's <laughs> took an IV and he's fucking bouncing. Yeah. If you watch Bollywood movies, you see it all the time. Oh really? The guys took forty-seven shots. <laughs> 47 <laughs> close <laughs> shots pieces hanging off him yeah they get a, a hose pipe because obviously the guy's hard they put it into his arm and a bit in his mouth and his mum says a prayer and the next thing you know he's up and he's, he's vengeful he's going to kill the guy who's killed him <laughs> yeah because I have been in a Bollywood movie so I know this shit awesome. right and um, was there a big dance sequence I didn't dance because I was killed by then. Oh, you did. Yeah. But I didn't you play. The party. I did play a rapist. Oh, and pe Jesus. people did say quick. people did say I was convincing. <laughs> right. I didn't get an award for it. There's no awards. But and this year's top rapist. <laughs> yeah. Act and uh, and you know, but lots of people. Imagine that award on your <laughs> Rapist of the year. I think somebody said he was sincere in his role. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. What a but, horrible, horrible right. review. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was good at it. I was, I was, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well practiced. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I got into. Did you yeah. do some method acting? <laughs> no, no. I was just raw, mate. I was into it straight away. <laughs> Again, I, good use of words. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like a natural, as people, as people <laughs> said. Now. So, oh but you, but IVs, you, that's what they use in hospitals, emergency treatments. I mean, they can, they can be fantastic. Um, but uh, they should be, wherever you go, they should be prescribed. <clears throat> the clinic should be registered and every prescription should be prescribed, just as a, as a general note, i.e. a doctor's letter saying, we've done the consent forms, we've seen all your allergies and your conditions, and now we're giving you these things. Because we have had, unfortunately, there was a couple of deaths in London and a couple of deaths here and there. From bad IVs? The IVs weren't bad. People didn't take the details properly, so people had, were allergic to certain things. Yeah. And they took the IVs and then unfortunately they died. Um, so IVs are great. It's a great way of, of uh, replenishing yourself. But back to testosterone. We, well, just last bit on the IV thing. When you're when you're like choosing what IV is going to be right for you, would a, would you have bloods done first that are going to have like a full vitamin and mineral? I, panel I, ideally, yes, but sometimes that can be extremely expensive. Certain minerals are very expensive to test for. Yeah, um, and so are there certain ones that are just common that people cer certain are common. Look, you look at a person's lifestyle. So if if you're, for example, if you're a world level jiu jitsu, you're training six to eight hours a day, or you're an MMA guy, you know that you'll be you'll be deficient in certain things. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you'll just do that. And in some cases, high doses. I know there's a people will question this as a science, but the parameters we've got, for example, B12, 165 to 824, that's a parameter. So if you're at 168, mm. you're, you're, you're okay. And if you're at 800, you're still okay as well. Yeah, it's a big range, isn't it? Obviously, it's a massive range, isn't yeah. it, to, to be okay at. Yeah. So in some cases, to be at the high end of everything is always better. My view is, of course, you want to be at the top end of everything. If you're highly active, what is it you're likely to be deficient in? Um, D3 is very common. Folic acid for men. People think yeah. only women should take folic acid. I was low in folic acid, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Extremely low, yeah. 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 That's what I said, yeah. yeah. And most, a lot of men are, because the assumption is only women 
um, should take folic acid. Why should but, they have it? We also need it. You know when you said it, I'm pretty. What's that iron tablet I've got? I'm pretty sure that's folic acid with iron, isn't it? I don't know. No, with me. So I was taking before. I wasn't taking it consistently. Um, Shilajit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Shilajit does have folic acid in. But then I, I saw something after that. This, they, they always have like Salajit. Salajit. Is that right? That yeah. sounds like some kind of something from Indiana Jones. Salajit. And <laughs> yeah, like, but then I saw something about it always being like contaminated with heavy metals. Well, it comes from the mountains. Yeah. Salajit grows. Just another bit of useless information. In mountainous regions, it's actually fossilized green matter and millions of years old, and people scrape it off the mountains mm-hmm. and they eat it. Uh, it's considered a hot food, as in the Chinese uh, foods, hot, cold, mm. earth, wind, fire. Mm. That, well, the song they had, the earth, wind, fire, well, that's, how it's, that, that's how it's seen. Uh, a lot of it comes from Russia. Yeah, I don't know about it anymore, but it comes from Russia, and it's literally scraped off mountains, um, and it will contain heavy metals, copper sometimes, uh, also sometimes arsenic and cadmium, um, a bit of tin. Now, good manufacturers will filter that out. The problem is during the filtration process, you ruin the actual qualities of it, mm. so it has to be done properly. So, Solajit, uh, advice on buying Solajit: never buy the cheapest because it'll be crap. Yeah. Mm. Okay, because there, yeah, pro- there, there is a process of removing it. Okay. So, hang on, we tended to do a lot there. Back so, to testosterone. Well, no, no, before we get that, is there an optimal way to take vitamins that we can normally buy that are p- capsulated or pill versions? Or can we just smack that? Like, because we just smash them all in one go, don't we? Yeah. Feel Look, sick for about 10 minutes and then carry uh, Try to avoid tea or coffee for two hours. Prior or? Or a post. Prior and after. Uh, oh, pre- I wow, literally have it and then a coffee. If you're having it with your coffee... It's important. Now, fish oils, you can have a have with a hot drink because they tend to burp up and they can yeah. they can come up. But generally, try to avoid it from anything harsh. There's a one absolutely valid view. They should be taken on an empty stomach. They absorb quicker. Uh, See, with, I always feel nauseous if with, I do that. Yeah, I was about to say, but some people feel nauseous. And another view is to take, to drink one and a half pints of water and then take it. So will that help filling your gut with water? Yes. That's what you feel yes, yeah. I and another thing is yogurt. Ah. With, with yogurt. I, I take it on an empty stomach and I don't feel sick. Which is the one that's likely to make you feel sick? I am on fucking hard as nails. I think it's the iron and folic acid one that makes the you feel B sick. The B vitamins can make you feel sick. Iron can make you feel nauseous. Magnesium yeah. can definitely give you the runs and make you feel sick. Magnesium will make you shit. I know that. Yeah, you'll it used get... to be in Super Pump 250. Right. Yeah. Whatever the dose is like. Dump. All right. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm I mean, magnesium will really make you, you know, too much of it will give you. So even on an IV, we only use a small amount. Yeah. The vial comes in 30 milligrams. Uh, it's actually thrown away on it, but it use less than a half of it. Oh, wow. the, the, it, it will give you the runs while you're having the IV. <laughs> just there, running run to the toilet. <laughs> so, and we're not fucking cleaning that up. You're doing that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, pint and a half of water or yogurt, yeah. and then have your pills there, yeah. but then don't avoid caffeine for about an hour after. Sorry, what was the reason with the caffeine? Uh, it can stop the absorbability, especially right. with iron. Ooh. I've seen stuff about like a bit debated on whether being close to being anemic has actually got some health benefits, opposed to like always having like high levels. It's of to iron. do with the hematocrit. If you're close to being anemic, your blood will never really thicken. Yeah. Okay, but the fact that you've got less <laughs> less red blood cells and less sort of energy, you're gonna gas out. You know, it, it depends on how low you want to be. Yeah, um, it's a sweet spot, really. You yeah, don't yeah. Necessarily... And you see, the thing is, a lot of the generalizations. They are generalizations. They'll be okay for 
the middle bracket of everything, but mm -hmm. most of us don't fall in that bracket. Remember, anybody who's physically active isn't in the normal bracket anyway. Yeah, oh, Jesus, no, yeah. Right, no. even if you're yeah. going for an hour walk every day or you take your dog for an hour and a half or whatever, you are physically active. Yeah. If, you, if you're sweating, things are different. Yeah, well, it was like you said when we were talking about my bloods and one of the markers in red was creatinine. Creatinine, yeah. Creatinine. Yeah. And same, that's in same. red. And then you said anyone who trains will be in red because yeah. if, if you're, because it's one of the byproducts of heavy training. That's right, yeah. And you were basically like, if it's not in red, you're probably not training hard enough. Yeah, you're not, you're not supplementing yeah. creatine yeah. on top. It, yeah, you're, or you're not training hard enough, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you said about, man, I, I did a squat test, I nearly died, you're a liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're having a donut kebab, watching TV, mate. Taking creatine. Yeah, <laughs> taking creatine, yeah. yeah. It doesn't work right. that way. So we've, we've, we've got covered, so we're up to medical dosage. I think, did you cover pretty much all the thing about, we were just basically saying how it's so much different to physio, super physiological. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. So, um, do, so doctors in some situations, not prescribe they're it if actively, they yeah, if they find out you lift, they're actively not giving you yeah. testosterone because yeah. they think that it's just an excuse to. Now, the argument for that, for the people watching and listening, if your GP says this, your response is this. Fuck off. No, 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 no. Because no. <laughs> no, no, then he'll just, you know, I mean, like, yeah, fuck off should yeah. be the response to that <laughs> and a slap. But what you respond to that is look, because I train, I know my own body, and therefore I know how I recover. And I'm not recovering well, and I'm feeling tired, and my libido's down, and I want a test, please. And should they say that that's happened for a certain time frame? Yeah, because, like of because people who will train, who generally are active, will be the first to notice they've got low testosterone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But would it be a benefit for them to say, and that's been happening for over three months or something like that? Yeah, and over three usually, months. Then usually the excuse is, well, we'll yeah. give it another X Now, if he says to you, or she says to you, so just lie, is that, sorry. look, you need to, we're going to give you some antidepressants to accessorise, Say so I don't need them, I'm perfectly happy, I just am feeling fatigued, tired, I fall asleep after I eat, um, I get a bit of mount, uh, I'm, you know, if, I'm just really, if my guys see this, they're going to say, what are you guys doing? <laughs> right? Hypothetically, yeah, right? Yeah, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, you just say, look, mind fog, if, you're, if, look, if you've got mind fog, let's put it this way, if you've got mind fog, fatigue, you eat and you start falling asleep, you just... You know, you were motivated, highly motivated. Now you're not. You're getting moody, irritable. You're behaving out of character. If you're generally a happy-go-lucky type of person, now you're a miserable fucker, it's probably to do with testosterone, mm -hmm. yeah. right, generally speaking. So there's seven, eight main symptoms of it. Um, just to repeat them, being mind fog, uh, having some uh, fogginess in your brain when you're thinking you can't really make a decision properly. Um, when you eat food, you fall asleep straight away. Uh, your body's aching, lack of libido, a lack of motivation, um, being grumpy, being miserable, being sad, behaving out of character, being moody. All signs. Yeah. These are also all signs of sort of depression. So the doctor would generally put that on, but all that. So always insist that you want a hormone, a hormone test, insist on it. And also, just to not scare people, you can fix testosterone levels without having to oh, yeah, use exogenous testosterone. A so lot of the time... You'll only do that if it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, I mean, look, there's lots of small lifestyle changes. If you're low in vitamin D, you're low in folic acid, you'll have it. Mm. Um, it could be your thyroid function. It could be lot, lots of things. Yeah, which is why it's important to get the Yeah, but get the complete blood, get a whole health shock, and, and push the doctor. Say, look, um, this is what I want. Yeah. Right, well, let's, let's move on to the most common questions you get asked and mm. then answer them. So, right. 
Go. Will I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger on a medical dose of TIT? No, you yes. won't. <laughs> right. Oh, God damn it. Fuck's sake. That's you know, it. No, no, you will not at all, ever. Uh, I don't want to be big, but you've got no fucking chance. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, I want to be... Um, will it make me angry? Oh, this is one. Is roid rage a thing? Roid rage is a thing, but it's like this. If you're a dickhead... And now you've, you're bigger and you're stronger. You become a bigger dickhead. Yeah, ego plus ego plus dysmorphia, narcissism, yeah. the whole isms which go with it. Okay, yeah. if you're a very pleasant, nice guy, and lots of bodybuilders are wonderful guys and powerlifters, they're like big, yeah. friendly, six foot eight, hundred and fifty kg giant, gentle giants. You know, they're lovely guys. Okay, but if you're a knob, you're going to become a bigger knob. This is true. Okay, and certain drugs will make you a bigger knob than a than a normal knob. Yeah. <laughs> right. So train will train can make you behave erratically. Um so Why is that such an aggressive drug? It's an extremely it's so powerful potent. it's like the daddy of all the drugs, isn't it's, it? It's super androgenic, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, very strong. It's also the chemical composition of it. It's not only it's only being androgenic, it's how it converts in the body. So it's a very aggressive it's like the AK forty seven of steroids. Would you ever recommend anybody trying it? taking it look the thing is if, if you say no, at war pe- maybe yeah people maybe. are going to try it regardless in fact what's really interesting do you remember the guy in norway who killed all the children the white supremacist nazi how long ago are we talking a few years ago andres somebody or other mm, i mean no, no. come on guys he went onto that little island and he shot all the kids right yeah uh, uh, rings yeah. a bell with the island yeah yeah, yeah. And he shot all the kids uh and he shot all the white kids. Remember? Okay. Now he wrote. Holiday Island. It was some island? little island off Norway. Now he basically wrote a manifesto, and in that manifesto, he, which is in a study of mine, he said that people should take tren and test to give them anger and to give them feelings of being isolated. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh, this is again. This is all anecdotal stuff, but um, like more plays, more dates. He he has all these like Tren horror stories, and this it seems to be like a real repeat thing with Tren that people feel paranoia about like their partners cheating on them, yeah. and they're it's like a really weird and quite specific, but it repeats this very similar kind of aggressive behaviour. Anders Breivik, he'd killed seventy seven and he injured three hundred nineteen. Is it got a picture of him? Yeah, he's a very... a youngish... The youngish Nazi-looking sort of guy, to be honest. Was he jacked? No, he's quite a thin white guy with a shaved head. Yeah. I know who you mean. He was a young kid, and he shot people in the streets, didn't he? Right, so that was in... um, In 2011, this happened. He shot literally shoot people in the streets. Yeah. And he he, full wacko. He was given uh, the Norwegian far-right mass murderer. Yeah. Um, It was the biggest massacre ever in the history. 77 people and uh, 317 injured. And he went up and t- now he wrote in the manifesto that people should take tren and they should take test and high dose tren. He'd recommended six hundred tren e. Um, so guys, if you're reading his manifesto, don't listen to what the guy's saying. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, you don't kill kids and you don't take six hundred tren either. He was young as well, wasn't he? He's a very young guy. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, obviously mentally unstable before. Yeah. Like people that take tren aren't just going to turn. Well, into see, him. in court, he defended himself and he gave. A massive speech as to why he did what he did, yeah. but that's a, that's a, like a side issue altogether. But one of the reasons he cited was that it made you you were quite happy being on your own hmm. with Trent 
you you know you like weed can also cause isolation. You can you can smoke weed. You don't bother about anybody thinking oh, you come from work, smoke weed. You're quite happy. Trend can have a very similar thing, but it does change behaviour. And trend is known to be to have permanent neurological effects and degeneration. It is known for that. Of, so long term use of it. Yeah, I saw that about more like cognitive um, look, cognitive decline. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole industry has cognitive dissonance. Yeah. But that, 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 that's another topic for another thing. But you see, so the if you are a prat and you are aggressive and you were that kid where sand got kicked in your face and now you've grown big and you want to give it the large, then, yeah, you'll be, you'll be a bigger dickhead. And we see all of these guys in the gym all the time. Yeah. It's very common. Everyone sees them. But if you're a normal guy, a nice guy, on a physiological medical dose, you won't get roid rage yeah. at no. all. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. I've known guys who are fully, like, like super physiological and yeah. still the loveliest guys. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, like honestly, the the easiest people to talk to yeah. ever. It made no difference to them. But then other guys who were already moody went on it. Literally became intolerable. But mm-hmm. well, you've got to look here at the underlying condition somebody had previously. Well, we talked about all the mental aspects of yeah. it from being low, so yeah. it's going to be equally the same if it's high. Yeah. So if you've yeah. got mental issues prior, it's going to exacerbate Well, them. I think part of it, obviously, yeah, the low testosterone, people lack drive, people lack focus, they lack kind of any kind of sexual desire, all these other things. So then yeah, when it's pushed to the extreme, that's that's aggression. That's, yeah. you know, which probably... You see, also, you would... what you've got is different personality disorders in the gym. Uh, you know the industry doesn't want to talk about it there's a lot of people who've got you know to to have a mindset to inject yourself with huge amounts copious amounts of drugs made in somebody's bathtub made (laughs) illegally the reality is you have to have a certain mindset to do it the same as some people will never take cocaine in their entire life other people will yeah then you've got the addictive personality disorders and other things and shyness comes into it. I mean, some of these massive guys are actually quite shy. The physique gives yeah, them that gives them that, gives them that look. Also, the thing with the girls, if you think you're not, you're, they, I look great. And uh, there is a study somewhere, and again, don't, don't, I'm not quoting from it as such, it's just an example. There's a study shown of all the people who, who, who were abusive to their partners, of all the drugs they were taking, Tren was one of them. And the nickname in, the, in America is one of the wife beater. Mm-hmm. So on different we, forums. We've got Stella for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Injecting Stella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 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 so the end sort of thing is that um, it won't affect most people. Some people will have it. Yeah. But, a, but a medical physiological dose is not going to happen. What I've heard from people as well on the kind of the other end of like growth hormone actually makes you like really calm and mellow and like. Or is that not not no, that's a that's a, that's a myth? No. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No. That's just placebo effect, or a thought. Yeah, weed. That's what that's. It's known as weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like more, well, more relaxed. Well, no. no I assume no. if you get a better sleep with growth hormones yeah. and things like that, then that's going to pass over into feeling more calm, more rested, more relaxed. Yeah, it might be a secondary. Yeah, so but it's, it's not directly it's caused by growth hormone. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. No. Yeah, cool. just somebody I've heard two people tell me the same no. thing about it. I'd say it's probably better rest. Well, look, a GP told me that that testosterone will cause fluid in the brain. You know, some people say Michael Jackson's alive, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we've done road rage, we've done that. Uh, will you get massive like Arnie? Right, okay, now, one. infertility. Suffer from infertility, as in not being able to have children by taking testosterone. Yes, it's possible. 
even even in even on a, on a small physiological dose. Yeah. Now this depends primarily on your own fertility first. Now most people who will be taking it will be older, so they may already have passed that time of wanting to have children, uh, and the older one gets the fertility drops anyway. Mm. Now unless you have like a super sperm or something, but so the odds of an eight-year-old having a child to a twenty-year-old are totally different in, yeah. in, in two extremes. So that could, it, it is possible that your fertility could be, uh, could be, redu- could be reduced um, by taking testosterone because you're taking exogenous testosterone and then you have the natural aging process as well. Yeah. To help with that, uh, you would take HCG. Alongside um, the testosterone. Yeah, uh, between five to 700 to 1,000 are you a week to keep testicular size, keep the food, and keep your FSH. So, so that will keep your natural right. testosterone production ramped up whilst you're on the exogenous. Yeah, uh, theoretically, yeah. Also, yeah. keep the fluid in your testicles, and it like, it has a... Now, the doctors probably will never prescribe HSC, HSCG. It, it's private, and it's expensive. Uh, it's very rare for a doctor to prescribe that yeah. uh, on, on the National Health Service. I've never heard of anyone prescribing on the NHS. In theory, is that like from a training and energy level point of view? Does that mean that potentially you could get away with a lower dose because your natural testosterone, say you had like 600 or whatever it is, nanograms per decimal or no, yeah, uh, well, nanomoles, nanomoles whatever yeah. it is I know it's because 600 all grams I want it all the channels are what you're American so yeah. it's all uh, no, it's you all see ma- if we take out trying to, to just butt in rudely to That's take right. out your issue of training altogether yeah let's just look at a normal person train and training is a hobby so let's just put as he's physically active yeah so if your testosterone levels let's say Let's use my example. I'm 52. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, I'm not as strong uh, as I was when I was 30. Okay. So, and my levels are not what they were when they were 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, nothing is what it was like when I, was, when I was 30, unfortunately. That's just the way it is. That's natural aging. Now, if I was to, to take a physiological dose of test, I, my levels will probably hit at what they were when they were 30. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go go now. The fact that obviously, as you know, I'm a genetic freak and I'm hench, and that's just me. But <laughs> you know, a normal person, it's you're just going to get to what you were before. Yeah. Not any higher or any lower. So when people say, "Look, I feel like I did when I was 30," that that's great. That's, right. that's what you should be feeling like. Now, if you then then the HCGs. T- so in my case, for example, again. Guy at fifty. Most guys aren't bothered about fertility at that age. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they not they're not they won't be bothered with HCG. But if you was forty, you may be, or you'd met a new partner, you may well be, and then it's better to, on a safety precaution to take HCG with it. Again, to keep testicular size, keep the fluid, and it can help with ejaculation and the the, the amount you of ejaculate you have. Now, long term use, for example, if you've abused steroids for a long time. And I'm, by abuse, just for the sake of argument, before everybody says, yeah, well, you're talking about abuse, is that you've took more than one meal every two weeks, for the sake of argument. Mm. So you've took the DECA, the trainers, the orals, etc., and your fertility is low anyway. Mm-hmm. And if you go into now a medical dose of, of testosterone, your fertility isn't still going to come back, it's still low. Yeah. So you then have to do an intervention to bring that back. They'd have to come off testosterone. Yeah, clomid. Yeah. Menopause, uh, HCG, uh, you know, HMG, 
uh, vitamin, high dose vitamin E, you'd have to go onto a protocol to try to bring it back. If it doesn't generally come back within four to six months, the probability it may not. So that's a good sign for our friend Danny. Danny, who, yeah. uh, he, he's, his sperm count went uh, over doubled just by you know stopping having the hot baths. You know we talked about with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he was able to get to a, a level where he. Well, I, was able I'm to going to it. read you a report out of someone um, of of someone. I'm going to put his name in because, but he won't mind. Yeah, you don't need uh, a name. No, no, but no, he won't mind anyway. But uh, what's his name now? Um, and what's this for, a report on? This is a report between four months of of uh, oh, this is trying to get HMG, HCG, back. yeah. So we've got uh, HCG. So HCG is the gonadotropin, is it? Is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stutter, so I might struggle pronouncing it. Yeah, so basically, it it gets the testicles functioning back on a on a higher level in theory it gets yeah helps us uh get back to our natural testosterone production from the testicular yeah area. so what what i was kind of getting at before is if you were taking hcg when you were taking testosterone as well because your natural because normally you take testosterone so you you balls shut down so then your natural mm. production kind of drops off completely so then you're only getting what you're injecting if you're taking HCG, you're getting what you're taking plus, plus your natural on top. Does it so? Does it like well, maybe give you a little bit more? It all depends what's free testosterone at the end of the day, doesn't it? Mm. So if it's still bound, yeah, it won't make a bit of difference. Right. But also, is it mainly just to keep your spuds working, more basically, about producing sperm, yeah, rather than the testosterone for yeah. muscles, yeah, okay. that and also aesthetics. Like some guys might uh, uh, aesthetics of the scrotum, yeah, pretty much because oh. it's genetically dependent on whether guys suffer from ball shrinkage right so some people apparently suffer really badly my balls, balls always get in the way getting small <laughs> i genuinely wouldn't if they're just like See, i don't have cow bull bollocks yeah no my, yeah, my, my thighs are thick as well though so like <laughs> yeah. they got there's no way for my balls just, this is getting very homoerotic his, his balls are perma bruised yeah. for being squished between his little <laughs> toddler legs constantly the chunk, they're just chunk. swollen <laughs> my thighs touch from basically the knee <laughs> so your balls are just constantly like oh jesus christ yeah. bro yeah, if, if I every had... time your legs part, you say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I genuinely, if I if my balls got way smaller, that that'd probably be way more practical. <laughs> this is a loose excuse for doing TRT. Yeah, but practically, my balls need to be smaller. Yeah, they get in the way. Not not coming, guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, so... your dick look bigger though. All about all about angles. <laughs> I sort of have a career. I know it's on, it's on the way down. <laughs> right. Now, this, now this, this, this particular guy, born in 1979. Okay, the first sample done, been on gear for the best part of 20 years. Wow. Okay. Um, Did he look like he'd been on gear for 20 years? Yeah, he looked awesome. Okay, Sick. cool. Because at least that's the thing. Yeah, it looks, looks phenomenal. But if you're going to do it, at least but, you look fucking good. But met a partner, things have changed. Yep. Also lost his contract, etc. So, you know, things are over. Now... On the first um, the semen analysis and blood test he had, so we're looking at, at uh, the volume to be greater than 1.5 mil. He produced 0. 0.2 mil on Is his... Is ejaculate? Yeah. So you literally, in a cup... But this was more. This, would, this would be more like... <laughs> this wasn't, this wasn't, wouldn't even have been a cup. It would have been like not even a... a 
a little. Is it a bit tea, like little one of those little sugar? What, you know, them, like little, little kids have them little tea sets. Yeah, it would, it would I mean, have been yeah. less than that. Well, you know, we run about the little things to, to dose caffeine powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of them. So not I mean, without 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 mocking this guy because he's watching it. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it wasn't even a spit worth. Like it was pointless. Poor, right. That must be annoying. Yeah, yeah, go and the pH should be uh, above seven point two. He was at four. Again, mm. interesting. The concentration should be uh, greater than 15. Concentration was 3.2. What does that mean, concentration? The, the, the thickness of it. Without getting what, like viscosity? Yeah, viscosity, huh. yeah. Okay. And then you've got different other Dribbiness. things. How do they test it? Right. They just so like basically, pour it. <laughs> also, the, the morphology was wrong and the vitality should be above 58. It was zero. What's vitality? I think living it's just the, the, mo- the sperm is moving around. Oh, they're literally or so living. He, so his sperm were just ha, like chilling. But how active they're now. Six months later. Six months later. And this is from treatment with HCG. HCG, HMG, vitamin D. It's uh, menopause, medically known as menopause. What does that do? Okay, one of them will affect the FSH. One of them affect the LH. Is to get the Leydig cell stimulated, the Stokoly cell stimulated. And get get some fluid and get kickstart your system in. So are these this, all injectables? Uh, all subcut. Subcute. And and a hundred kilometer a day. Now, where this guy was very lucky, in his playing career, he had very very good uh, medical coverage, and the club paid for all of this. But this is heavy. I mean, exp- this is twenty thousand pound of treatment. This oh, wow. is okay. Now, after after that particular time, uh, the volume had gone from had gone to three point five. Which is like you know what, was, what, before, was, yeah. the, what was the scale it was supposed to be? Zero point two before. What was it? What was the actual normal? Uh, One point five minimum. Oh wow! So he's well in there. Yeah. Right now, the pH dropping was loads, eight, which is good. The concentration should be greater than fifteen. He was at fourteen. Huh? Okay, and all the factors gone. But but what's interesting? The vitality was ninety four. And what was it? Zero. Zero before. What's the scale? Uh, greater than fifty eight. Oh wow! Now, what's happened that time? Uh, what was that time frame? Six months. Okay. Now, still, unfortunately, no pregnancy. Okay, but he's on the road. Uh, he's on the road to being. Well, it's, it can be notoriously you know, hard for some people just anyway. Yeah, anyway, it? but yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think he'll be fine now. And um, just have to keep keep on hammering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, you see, what happens with menopause? Interestingly, after four months of active use. It's, if it's not going to work in four months, it's, the odds are it's not going to. Is that okay. the expensive part of the treatment? It's expensive. It's, look, on prescription, everything's expensive. That's why people uh. buy it from underground sources, etc. It's all expensive. And then <clears> regular <throat> blood tests. How legitimate would you think underground sources are for things like, like that? Um, I'd say we had 10 on the table. Out of, out of one. that 10, one would be worth, uh, probably worth one it. Probably one would be worth it. What will the rest of them be then? The shit. Couldn't be anything, couldn't it? Right. We don't. How, I mean, how do you know? They're, I don't know. How you just know. trust in the. They, they are love the brand. Uh, Lancaster University has done some testing, and I think it was a ten percent for real, or close to real. And that was from just getting it from people within genes randomly buying like them. That. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Crazy. Right. So maybe, maybe in, the, in that process, your online sites might be a better avenue to go through rather than the gym bro. Because you're going to get people. Even, even then, you see, a lot of them are coming from Eastern Europe or India. Um, 
Would that not be better coming from India? Is that not a good you don't spot? know, mate, because sometimes they're faking it as well. They also realise that. Fake everything yeah, I mean, it's, you make more money out of counterfeit than you do out of legit yeah. stuff. Yeah. And you've got to remember, it is an illicit trade. Yeah. So you've, you've got to. I mean, when do you can you trust? And one drug, that no one's really asked about cracking down on either. No, 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 they're not going to. Um, but you've got options like Cyprus is cheap, Turkey is extremely cheap for fertility treatment. Oh, just um, fly over there. Yeah, and, and if anybody there. does, I have a friend who's runs a fertility clinic in Turkey, and I can refer you guys there. It's a, a tenth of the price of the UK. Yeah, same with hair transplants, teeth, doing the whole thing. They're way better over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bollock shrink, they might do bollock reduction. Bollock reduction, yeah, yeah. Tesla reduction, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. But well, uh, people, well, we'll t- at the end, they can email you, can't they? We'll, we'll give all yeah, the details yeah, yeah, at the end I to mean, make sure. If, so that's the sort of um, the main thing people need to be wary of on TRT. The older guys, it won't make a difference for the younger guys. Now, anyone who's above 50 should have a prostate test. You don't need to put that finger up the ass anymore unless you really want to. Oh, God. I thought I you were about like, to go, oh. No. No, I was like, <laughs> Emma's always said, you know what? Because she's always like on at me about my health anyway. And she's just like, you know, because I've got a thing. I couldn't, I don't like the idea of something going up my ass. I don't think any. I think some people like. Obviously, some people I like, think it, some like it. Yeah. But I, I'm like really I think like. Some people walk into that room. I'm back, like backwards. Yeah, I'm just like fucking. There's got to be a better way than someone <laughs> fucking it's, sticking their finger. You can do an MRI of the prostate. The new young doctors will tell you themselves. They don't know what they're looking for. It could be, it could be feces. They don't know. <laughs> so they they will be honest. They, yeah. they I had sweet corn yesterday. Yeah. Now these old type doctors, the older ones who've done. Who've had their finger up a, a thousand asses? They're probably more experienced with it. Yeah. Now the young ones will tell you because you've got now that you, you just do an MRI. You can do a prostatic MRI, and anyone above fifty highly recommended to do that. And also above fifty have an ECG or ideally have an echo, and then then so we know there's no underlying condition, and then you can start the TRT treatment. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. yeah, I mean that it's. You look, don't need a thumb up the bum. Yeah, you, unless you really want to. Um, <laughs> then go. You know. I'm sure there'll be an obliging old doctor. Yeah, I'm, well, you can find probably someone on the street will do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to have that finger up your rectum anymore. Thank, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. No. So th- these the are these are the things you need to be wary about when you're doing it. What's the next question then that you've got? So we've done art. Well, um, yeah. art another, another common question is what happens. If I go off everything, will I lose my gains? Now, on one mil, again, like I said, it's a, it's a physiological method. You can is, is one mil a month dose? Uh, uh, one mil every two weeks or one mil every... every so that would be so, 500 so, milligrams so, per month. Per month, yeah. yeah. You can still actually look reasonably well on that. You yeah. can do. Now, when you go off everything, there is something called pulse psychotherapy, which can be done to bring you back up to the probable levels you had before. But bear in mind, if you were low testosterone five years ago, and you've been on TRT for five years now, your levels aren't going to ultimately jump up when you come off. They're going to go back to what they were or lower because you also aged five years. Yeah, true, yeah. Okay, so you've got to bear that in mind. It, it's very... What would you do when people, if they do want to come off it? We just do a PCD for them, get them off it, and then they'll just go back to whatever the natural levels are. Would they do like a HCG treatment? Yes, we would do, yeah. yeah. We would do, yeah, yeah. And then, then what? They just they would probably end up still being low testosterone. Yeah, they will do be. Yeah. yeah, but some people they they, you know, let's say if they've broken up with their partner or they or they've got a new hobby of gardening or they're not fussed anymore or whatever or financially the cost restraints of it or 
No, but I mean, look, some, some people, look, people sometimes change. I think, you know what, fuck this one. I'm going to grow... Fuck this bodybuilder shit. Call that yeah. all gardeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to grow cucumbers and shove them up on my ass. Like just, just tidying up his lawn, just going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, little right? boy set yeah. flexes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm oh, still jacked just because I do my gardening. Yeah, I mean, just because you're gardening doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with gardening or keeping pigeons or anything like that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with Tyson that. Tyson kept pigeons. Yeah, so, you know... It's people just sometimes think, look, I've had enough of it. I just can't. They actually get sick of jabbing, to be honest. Yeah, I bet. It's like when you've been, I mean, I said again, I've met people 20 years have been taking a, a TRT in their 60s now, and they just sometimes just get sick of it. Yeah. Can you, there's no pill alternative for people because then you can do like an anabar. Restanadol. Restanadol used to be a drug which was available, or extremely expensive. Yeah. It's only made by Glaxo now, it's extremely expensive. Gels oh, yeah. are see oh, yeah. gels are gels are a good option and gels have good question, sir. Um, gels, you put a dab basically and you put it in your inner thigh. How effective are they? It can be very effective, but it's a real can be a real pain in the ass. Yeah. In the sense that you might have to dab five times a day. It can rub off on your partner. Yeah. So remember, if it's, you, if it's inducing, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, some people get skin problems with it. Some people don't find it so effective. And if I put it on my face, would it help me get a better beard? No, no, no. <laughs> there was a, there was a, there was a state. Now I don't know if this is urban legend or not, but there was a bodybuilder who was using now, so who's super physiological already, but there was also using gels on top, which was a they used to do back in the day, old school apparently. It was quite common. Yeah. But they um, had a kid, and this kid started to sh- go uh, show signs of puberty at like two, two years old, and they, they went to the doctors and worked it out. Anyway, traced it back, found out. He'd been rubbing the gel on himself then rolling around with the kid playing with him just, you know, on the baby mat. Mm. And then the kid was all day on the baby mat with this gel, was basically absorbing the tea from his father having it rubbed off his skin onto the baby mat. Yeah. So the baby was getting jacked. But like there's, been count, there's been countless cases. Is that... that uh, it's it, it, absolutely could be so, possible. Yeah, yeah. I generally heard that. Yeah. yeah. yeah legit thing. And when I heard it, it wasn't like... You know, ghost story. It was told as if it was. You no, know, no, no. I mean, it's thing. because there was years ago there was um, a product which was made for females to take, and uh, um, they were taking it, and their children, their, their daughters, um, they were starting puberty extremely early, five, six, seven. Actually, having puberty yeah. at that age, and it was due to the product that the mothers were taking. Which what, is what effect would that have on the kids? Was that a negative impact on um, endocrine look, development and stuff? It would definitely be negative, yeah. Yeah, yeah there would be anything positive about that. Inducing, inducing puberty, I don't think it would be a good idea. There is a thing, isn't there, where, where really small, like literally babies can like go into puberty like just as a random yeah, but like they, a they genetic tend, abnormality? They tend to die quite a lot earlier. Oh, do they? So you age, they're, they're aging much, much yeah. more quickly, yeah. The, do you remember little Hercules, mm. that kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and he found out his dad was dosing his protein shakes. The D-ball, wasn't it, yeah. Was it yeah. D-ball? Is yeah, that D-ball, what it was? Because yeah. he was, he became like a mini Tarzan or something in mm. a TV show and stuff. Well, I've, I've had a guy who's, come, who's brought his son in. Uh, yeah, he's 14 years old and the kid's like, all right, mate. Are you <laughs> he's, fuck, is he 14? Is anybody got a fag, mate? What have you been giving him? And he's telling me the kid benches 160. How old is he, 14? Oh, so I'll just give him a few D-ball every now and then. This is the dad. Just it's because it's a pill. They yeah. just don't yeah. see that it's, it's being easy. Serious. It's easy. And uh, UK doping have got sixteen cases just in Wales of um, 
under 14s taking steroids. And we said in the last episode, Wales is notoriously yeah. bad at the moment. And kids yeah. selling yeah. D-ball at a tab each, like a pound per tab each. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine that. D-balling it at school. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the teachers trying to keep those kids yeah. in order. I know. Just a yeah. class full of a swole. Give us your dinner money for a, for a bit of D-ball. Taking yeah. dinner money off the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the teacher's lounge and just taking stuff. Jesus Christ. Uh, another another question. scary, man. Another question often asked about testosterone is that will it cause cancer? Mm -hmm. Oh, good question. Okay. And can it cause heart attacks? The real answer to that is you are looking at probably a 1% uh, increase, possibility of an increase. Is this genetic? No. no. It's, just it's to chance. do with basically, as you're naturally aging, we don't know yet, as in science isn't 100% sure, but to be realistic, the evidence is certainly pointing at possibly a 1% higher chance, the same as in females who take HRT. It's considered a 1% or 2% higher chance of getting breast cancer for females taking HRT. Now, which means that, uh, you know, it's a tiny, minuscule amount. Does it overweigh the benefits? No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, really, for the tiny number of people, it can happen to. And again, it, it can be a very causal effect. It doesn't necessarily mean that definitely, nobody knows if it is definitely testosterone. The evidence is pointing that it's not, it's more to do with, that you're aging, you would have got that cancer anyway, um, and it could be that. So, but that's something people should be aware of. Another problem is um, some people may get acne, oily skin, yeah. um, a bit of hair loss due to DHD. Uh, they may get um, gyno, mm. uh, where the body, it's, the dose may be even on, on that physiological dose. The dose may be too high for them, so they may have to take an anti-estrogen with that. Which again is prescribed. So that that yeah, the antihistamine would reverse the gyno, wouldn't it? Yeah. And also the balding caused by the DHT is not something that would happen to you if you weren't going to go bald anyway. That's All right, it does is speed yeah. up the yeah. process. It doesn't yeah. create the process. So if you, if it was going to happen, it was going to happen anyway. And like you said, you could take finasteride like you're doing yeah. to help. Potent you know, yeah, potentially. Again, yeah. it's something you got to weigh up, isn't it? I yeah. And there um, are there are options. There's some some other point I was going to make. Oh, um, can you can sweat it and lick it off and absorb the yeah. testosterone? If I was to take testosterone and I sweat and I was to sleep with a partner. Oh, oh, can yeah. you excrete yeah, does, does it exogenous testosterone? No. no. Unless she was sweating gallons and she was drinking it. Ugh. And then she had So there is trace amounts of testosterone in sweat then? That would be yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that's cool. Well, there'd be trace amounts of everything. Do you, do you know what one thing? But I it would say? be extreme. So you'd be able to analyze a male, male and a female sweat and be able to. I assume you could. I've never done it, of course, because why would you? But um, murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there probably would be. Yeah, I'm sure there would. I remember my sweat smelling. So if we wring out all of the sweaty and drink <laughs> it, yeah, everyone's sweaty no. gym towels, and then yeah, then but drink that. There was a point when I was uh, dieting for my shows. My sweat used to smell really badly of ammonia. And it's because yeah. you're burning amino acids, isn't it? Yeah, and, yeah. and, it, it, and also dehydration, isn't it? Yeah, and that, and so you start to excrete through the skin because yeah. your body's trying to get rid of ammonia. And also your kidneys are strained. So one of the yeah. first signs of kidney damage can be that you have uh, sort of a toxic type of BO. 
Oh, shit. See, this was literally sweat coming. It wasn't smelled on me directly, but it was in the sweat on the clothes at the next day. Yeah. You could really smell it. And it was, but it's, it's when you're burning. Um, it's, it's the thing is when you're burning amino acids, isn't it? Is that what it is? Because it's, it's the, it's the, it's the ammonia, if, the NH4 coming from yeah. the amino acids. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was weird. I just hydrated more and it went away. Oh. I'm notorious for not drinking enough water. I mean, usually it would happen if you're dehydrated. Yeah, and or if you've got a very, very high protein diet, yeah. which I did have. That's so my should... body was burning amino acids instead of yeah. glucose. That's, yeah. And that's why I think if I was have, getting um, it. If you look at the, the blood urea would be higher. Yeah, it probably would have. I would have yeah. tested, but that would have been why. But yeah, that's a weird thing that can happen. But it doesn't mean you're dying, just in case that is. Because yeah. some people can start protein shakes and they're starting smashing four scoops a day. He's doing two scoops in one shake, two scoops in another. And that's you know probably hitting around like 100 grams of protein that they're not used to having. Yeah. And maybe then also they're eating on top because they're all gung-ho and they're all ready to rock and roll. So yeah. now all of a sudden you're taking 250 grams of protein a day and you're like five foot two and... 90 pounds yeah and suddenly starts smelling like ammonia mm. yeah you're not dying you just need to cut back on your protein and yeah. hydrate a bit more another question often asked if you've had cancer can you have trt yes you can mm. usually if you've had a five-year clearance um you are a bit of prescribed it and in lots of cases if you've been cleared for more than two years you can get um, trt now different countries have different rules in germany for example you could have cancer and still get trt even during the cancer treatment to stop muscle wastage. Mm. This all depends on the oncologist you're dealing with and um, how good they are or how how far their knowledge base is. That is true, yeah. Reduce muscle wastage during cancer treatment. That, that would be yeah. mentally. I suppose as well, keeping as well. energy as well. Well, in yeah. Brazil and Thailand, it's not a problem at all, but they are surprisingly advanced when it comes to TRT. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't have that problem. Can testosterone... Uh, for prostate cancer mm. or testicular cancer, can you take TRT? Yes, you can. Mm. Okay. There are instances where, again, during the treatment of a prostate problem, you can take, you can still take TRT. Now, this then becomes a bit more specialized. Endocrinologists have to get involved. Scanning has to be done. But, yes, it's possible. Um, arthritis, etc. it can actually have a positive effect on... Really? On that, it strengthens, gives you better bone density. Is there an age limit to people you treat? No, no. Look, of course, if you're a bit senile and you're, you know, you don't know your name anymore. Yeah, kind of redundant. It's probably best not to, um, but not really. No. You got any? I was thinking, what, like my granddad. He's like eighty-three. He's still active. He goes out and walks. He's in the garden every day. Don't, he does his little. He does his little resistance training. Give him props. He doesn't just go out and walks. He hits fifteen thousand. Yeah, steps he does fifteen thousand steps a day. Like a relentless yeah. machine. Um, now look, there, there are studies done on elderly populations above seventy, above eighty, mm-hmm. and they all show a positive, um, a, a positive correlation. So yeah, there's there's no issue with that. Get him on it. I might get him down because yeah. Whether they would use it or not is a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah, he's still quite strong as well. Still yeah, pretty strong. He was, he was no, there's some up. old fellows who, who've got it. I mean, yeah. they really have. He got was it. up ladders and everything falling yeah. off him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came back up. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it, I don't know. He seems to be indestructible. He like got he... vertigo. <laughs> Carried on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that they definitely are some very strong old. That's men. An, that's that generation there. Mm. They're just so much hardier than. than also, if you look at the the, if anybody wants to do some research, it's a study called Generation T, done mm. in India, and. Uh, not in India, sorry, Italy. But they looked at why, they looked since World War, post-World War Two, yeah. 
and testosterone levels have been progressively dropping since the 70s. Oh, I've heard about this. It, yeah, now this, this, so I've, got, I've got this in my research. So why have kids got less testosterone than their fathers? So you take an average 20-year-old and an average 45-year-old. Environmental, surely. Yeah. We're not pushing them as hard. We're not making you, them training. I mean, you've got factors nurture with nature. In the old days, like when we were kids, you'd be in the park all day. All them sort of re- people reminisce about the holy stage. You'd be in the park all day. Listen, that around. wasn't that, that long ago now. We're talking in the last decade. There's been a massive yeah. drop-off. Now, people don't go to parks and it's full of junkies. Well, where, I, where I live anyway, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get robbed, kids go missing, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> now, so you've got that fact. Coming from the guy with the rapist award. Yeah, yeah. Actor. In, oh. the, in the park I'm in, kids go missing, people get robbed. Sir, sir, sir. I'm a thespian, an actor. Okay, highly trained Shakespearean actor. Now, the, uh, so you've got diet. Yeah. You know, remember, if you look at lots of factors, higher use of pesticides, higher use of fertilizer, higher use of chemicals, more synthetic foods, all these things are going up and testosterone is going down. So there has to be a correlation somewhere where too early to state categorically, academically, yes, it's due to this, 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 but we do know it's due to this, this, this. Yeah. You know, we do know. Mm. And, uh, it's, it's External a, factors that yeah. are correlating to That's the decline. Right. Absolutely. They're increasing. Also, there, increasing. Is, there is some element of uh, a lack of physical sports for boys. This is huge. Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely been a massive drop in physical activity because yeah. I did, I had, when, when we I mean, I went a bit difficult. I did go to grammar school. So I know that's structurally a little bit different to the normal schools. But we had a full afternoon once a week dedicated to whichever sports team you were in. So I was like football and split between football and rugby. But then there was a whole nother day during the week, which was PE, which was totally different to the sports that we had. Now, you're lucky if you get one of those. Now, see, I've got a theory here, which I can't back up. I mean, I can back up, but this is another episode altogether. Is this deliberate battle to destroy masculinity? You think it's an active process? I have no doubt. I would stake my because life Because we'd be it. a more controllable population. I think because you want docile men. Get the tinfoil. Okay. No, it's, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a conspiracy, but, you know, the evidence points to it. So, I mean, there's so much data, there's so much evidence, you know, men. And again, before anybody starts, I'm not talking about toxic masculinity, about men beating up no, women. No, no, talking about guys with higher... abusing children. I'm talking about men who are men, you know, like men who do men things. Like the men that went to war. Yeah, in the yeah. normal sense. Now, for example, the Ukraine war, if it became the Third World War, you'd want all those men to come back and, and fight here's wars. A, here's a question. Do you believe that the Eastern Eastern Bloc, or the Polish, Ukraine, Russian, all that, do you think their testosterone levels are going to be higher than I know the they're European? higher. I know they're higher. I definitely, they've got well, to be. Well, yeah. the study, this Generation T looked at this factor... So they found, for example, in Africa, um, Southeast Asia, uh, India, Pakistan, that whole belt, Bangladesh. Because, you know, they're not, let's be honest, they're knocking out kids for a joke. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just sit next to a girl, she gets pregnant. No lazy that's, sperm over there. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking super, you know, <laughs> sperm. Bollywood dancing sperm. Yeah, that's yeah. not taking anything. But then if you look at countries, look if you look at Scandinavia, one of the lowest negative birth rate, Germany, negative birth rate. So... There's, and there's lots of social, psychological, uh, cultural factors in this. There's lots of them here. Now, there is, there is evidence and there is studies, and I'm happy to share it if anybody wants to have a blast and, and start talking shit, is that the cycle effect of being a man 
and a traditional sense of a man. And again, I'm not negating any, any other uh, subcultures or any other things from the, the homosexual community or whatever. I'm not negating any of that, okay? But the traditional pattern, because it's been, in the last 20 years, it's there's a deliberate policy to, to destroy it. Hmm. There's a deliberate, that can't be denied. It's accepted. The government calls it defeminization, the process of defeminization. In 1972, it was declared um, in Britain. It's been declared in, in Scandinavia even before, I think, 68. So a general consensus policy to take away this masculine type of view. Yeah, if there was... Now, the problem is, what do you do with men? Mm. What do you do with men? Now, why does a particular man want to fight an MMA fight and another man doesn't? I mean, people like Marvin Hagler, Sugar Ray... Uh, well, Lister, you, Norton, they all again, said environment they grew up in projects poor and they fought their way out. Mm. They didn't go beating up their wives or knocking women around. They were natural born targeted dads, aggression. gladiators. Yeah, yeah. They were fighters. They had to win. Mike Tyson was born to fucking fight Gee, yeah. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. If you put him onto an island of vegans, pacifists, daisy loving, sunflower planting, God, God, he's, mur he's murdering. He's going to kill them. Yeah. yeah. If he, he wasn't gonna, in a ring, he would have killed somebody. Yeah. And he yeah. would have got the gardeners to grow some mushrooms <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah. 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 You know, he would have made them his beach, wouldn't he? You yeah, know he that. would have been king of that island. They'd yeah. have to keep feeding him yeah. mushrooms endlessly to keep you know, him sedated. So, so, you know, there is that thing that people are, you know, where naturally it's innate for men to be men. Now, in a, like rugby, there's many schools who don't play rugby anymore because they don't want the, the physical contact. Many schools. We've had a case in our in our gym in kickboxing, where several mothers not we don't want my son to be hit, no sparring. You got a CT. This guy's CT, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, so we don't know sparring. No, we don't know sparring. We don't, don't. He can practice, but no one can hit him. Or my son can hit someone else, but he can't be hit back. <laughs> right. I mean, this is true. Now, yeah. so there's lots of factors in this. There's lots, and it's, it's a massive debate, and, and there's a huge narrative in here and nuances in here. But I do think part of the testosterone debate, it has to be discussed as the issue of masculinity. Yeah. And how, to me, it's being you know systematically destroyed. Well, you can you can see it, but I think. The problem is, is we see the extreme side of yeah. the other side all the time. Absolutely. We never yeah. see the people in the middle of the road arguing both sides. Yeah. And, and that's the reality is most people are looking at both sides. But what you hear loud and proud is the extremists. And, and that, they're not really the current view of most people. Uh, it was like the, you know, the origin of veganism. Everyone hated vegans for years because they were these loud, obnoxious people that blasted anyone that ate meat and called them... Uh, you know, murderers, murderers yeah. and everything like that. That's not normal vegans. Normal vegans are like, that's not us. And they said it for years. And now we're seeing normal vegans who are like, yeah, cool, you, you do as you see, do. What, what we we'll do as I do. But we just like to show you there's these other options should you like to try them. And that's, I think this is what will happen with the masculine thing. Sweet. I think we're going to see things like happening with Ukraine and Russia where you've seen real men step up to arms from other countries, from Britain, going over there to help real men, decent men, not violent, but just good men with morals. And I think we'll see that turn around come because we're going to see the need for these type of men, especially with the way I think, look, I mean, things it, are going. If you look at in Scandinavia, for example, it's, it can be very difficult for men. Lots and lots of uh, academia, lots of studies over there on how men are confused. They don't know how to behave. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay, so your identity has been taken away. Should I open a door? Should I not open a door? Should I pay for a meal? Should I not pay for a meal? 
you know, lots and lots of different. So these are small things that you can laugh about them, but there's behind the scenes, there's lots of other bigger implications. Yeah, yeah. And Scandinavia is is one of the countries, the the whole region. I think it's guilty for a lot of these things now. Um, but that, you know, I think there's a causal effect. There's definitely a correlation between that and also testosterone levels. Well, I think we'll also see the feminine side coming through more for uh, balance because you're getting more and more female fighters coming through now, yeah, 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 especially yeah. in the MMA world, really getting a strong backing from other women now watching what they can do, which is then giving them the ability to come into these, you know, more masculine areas of life and yeah. realize, oh, we can come here and it's not this place we thought it was. But then so, throughout, throughout history, you had female fighters. Yeah. It's just something went wrong, I don't know, between the 20s or... Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, so, think, something yeah. went wrong and then, you know, I think... Well, like I it's, think it's from plays and movies that started coming out, wasn't yeah. it? So women were very depicted as these yeah. beautiful, soft and gentle... Yeah, I mean, you had, you had warriors all, all throughout history. But we're seeing that this is why you're getting what you're getting now, what you're talking yeah. about, social media. Yeah. It's causality of that. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think that... Now, for example, one of the things I never understand, I never understand this, uh, and this is all due respect to those people I'm going to mention now, but many times we've had the men saying their partners won't let them go on to TRT. Hmm. You know, and is the, that a lack of, probably lack of education in the, in the field, though? I don't know. I don't know. They think it's a drug. Know. They think it's something aggressive. They think of bodybuilding. I don't know. Is it a steroid? You I know, don't know, that, mate. I don't know. I could be quite nasty here and say something. But you think it's, it's just Where the fuck is it anything to do with them? Well, see, my argument would be, unless she's, unless she's getting born by someone else, Right, well, yeah. which I don't want to say, but I've said it now. But I didn't mean to say did, it in did that Did you sense. actually find out that had happened when someone was trying to be helped? Well, well, the, the guys have told me themselves. More than, more than, more than, than once, yeah. Now, but I don't, what has that... No man would say to his partner, you can't have HRT. No. Yeah. Because I like you, miserable, stroppy, angry, moody, <laughs> crying. I really love that. Darling... I can't wait to get home to see a miserable cow. I love it. <laughs> right. No one's going to say that. There's nothing I like more than yeah. a random cry. Absolutely. And smashing up plates yeah. and being accused of having an affair because I went to work. <laughs> right. Now, so why would any woman say to a guy, you can't have it? And uh, this I is... deal with the same, yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. I really don't get but that. We're, there we're is that negative stim stigma attached to... No, but I'm, talk, but, but I'm not talking... I'm talking about women who are well-read, smart, intelligent, and they've seen... They've read the evidence now. Yeah, okay. It's just that she didn't want him to have it. I don't know. There's a Submissive. Once a submissive. Control, man. yeah. But then also, yeah, some people... There is a, were they in shape? That's another thing. You know, because they're going to think, well, he's going to start shaping up, getting better. He'll That's a factor. Past That's me. a factor with people just going to the gym. Sometimes that you'll is. see a couple, both of them out of shape, and then one of them is so fucking sick of being miserable, unhappy with how they look, hurting, and they want to they want to do something and change their life, and their partner's actually actively trying to stop, stop them yeah. because so their common. own insecurity means that they they're afraid they're going to lose Think their partner the because women. they look yeah. better, they feel better, like and they're like they they feel the pressure on them to be like, well, I don't want to I can't be asked to do all that stuff. So then they're just going to move away from me. And they can't be happy for someone else. So between yeah. girls, they're the worst. I mean, a girl gets into the gym more than a, like a group. Say the other group, rest of the group don't. And I've seen this on multiple occasions. And one girl will really take to it, enjoys it, loves it, starts to really shape up. And the other girls will start to say things like, "Why are you, why are you doing your training so much? It's, it's not normal. 
Mm. It's not normal. It's use this terminology. You're not normal. And then those, instead of saying, obviously they get leaner and they start to look, you know, more shapely in their face and stuff like that. And they say, oh, you're looking a bit gaunt. Are you sure you're not doing too much? Yeah, you know, yeah. and they start. Yeah, it's all these, these backhanded negative comments. Little, yeah, but you get this so also common. within couples as well. But the guy looking, yeah, or the girl looks great. She trains, and the guy doesn't. You know, you there's lots of interpersonal things. Oh, so that where women are looking too masculine because they've got a little bit of muscle or a little bit yeah, of definition. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. only when they start growing a beard that gets a problem well <laughs> one so one of our clients so she randomly got a message on her social media um i can't remember the exact words of it, it was some random guy was just like would you be offended if um i told you that your arms are more manly than mine or something like that and i was just like what, what, what the fuck yeah what the fuck is and the thing is but she, see, this is my point see those sort of dickhead men to yeah. be honest uh and those fool men the stupid guys they make it bad for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Right, because that's obviously a guy who's We not, wouldn't send that dumb yeah, shit, no, we, so they don't hear never, from us ever. Never, What? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, th there is this... Uh, these guys and, and this gym culture, which can be sometimes toxic, and it can be uh, quite a negative culture and a bullying culture. It can be. Anybody who yeah. denies it, that, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's rubbish. It can be, yeah. Yeah, it's it can be. And, um, but at the same time, the... The females can be also guilty of it as well. So yeah, it's a two-way street. If your friends are saying you're not normal, it's weird that you watch your food and that you start to look a bit gaunt, keep fucking going because you're looking amazing and doing really well and they're just really fucking... Unless jealous. you've got anorexia, then eat a no, bit more. No, but they're eating. They're really good. <laughs> Eating's good. We're discounting that. So <laughs> yeah. you keep fucking plugging away. Yeah. And make some better friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're just jealous. Yeah. Should we have a look and see if we've got any questions? Should we do the, yeah. the questions as a separate... Should we wrap it up and then th that yeah, can be the show? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, because we got through a lot today. Yeah, we. this is going to be a long one. Is this going to uh, be a two? We are at an hour and 40. Okay. okay. So a decent time. Right? Yeah, I think we need to do the questions yeah, just I, as a... I, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a carrot and some broccoli? Absolutely, yeah. 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 He needs a uh, carrot and broccoli vegan, snack. Vegan cheese. Actually, we did have vegan burgers. Oh, yeah, before we had this, we, we had yeah. a bit of a man time, actually. We made our barbecue. Yeah. We had a fire pit. Yeah. And then we ate the barbecue. And yeah. then still smell like fire pit. Yeah. And then yeah. I came and did this. Vegan it's burger. It's yeah. a man shit we killed. We just didn't have burgers. cigars this week. Yeah. Hunted a wild vegan. I think we bring back the cigars. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> a vegan cow. <laughs> yeah. I want you guys to come down to ours because I'll get a sheep and we'll spit it. Yeah. Like when he's dead, of course. I was going to say, right. hang on, well, how bad. is the sheep live when we get no, there? And no, this no, is a bonding it'll, experience. It'll, it'll, it'll be slaughtered in a humane way, and then we can put it on a spit, and then we can have a chat. Around a Where fire. would the spit be? You got one at home? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So we'll we've we'll got, got a sheep at home as well. We'll bring the cigars. <laughs> <laughs> just in your living room. Yeah. kid's just currently stroking it. It's going to be like the typical Asian. He's got a sheep in his back garden. He's going to kill it, put it in the bin. Right, no, we're not. We, we, it's going to be proper, okay? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining us again, sir. It's been an absolute freaking pleasure. Where can people get hold of you if they need to? Uh, transformnow.co.uk. And if it's anything personal, you can message these guys and they'll forward the message on if it's like a, something personal. Yeah, very individual. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, just so, yeah, if you can't find it, so transform.co.uk, it's just the same on Instagram. You can find them there. Honestly, we've been down uh, to see these guys and I've heard so many, they, they help so many people. Uh, so don't be afraid to reach out. There's nothing too stupid to ask. There's nothing too ashamed to talk about. That they've, honestly, whatever you think's bad, they've seen worse and yeah. helped. And if you're, if, any, if you're a bit offended by what you've said, you know, have some tests, you'll all feel <laughs> You know, I'll be all right. <laughs> guys, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure, sir. As we'll uh, crack on this other bit. Yeah. And uh, we'll, 
I hope you, you've enjoyed that again and uh, let us know. We'll do the yeah, we'll do the questions. We're gonna do your questions in the short, now. So you're gonna get that one on Thursday. Yeah, we're gonna do this every Thursday. So you have got your big episode on the Monday, which is this one. You now the episode with the questions with uh, Imran will be on the Thursday, which is known as the shorts, and this is how we're gonna structure each week now. So yeah. uh, thank you all for joining us. And remember, if you've had a good week last week, bring it all forward. Anything that was shit that was bad, leave it in the week gone. And let's keep our eyes moving forward. Summer's on the way. The clocks are fucking changing. The skies are bluer. The weather's better. Get some fresh air in your lungs. The earth under your feet. And have a good fucking week. And we'll catch you in the next one. Toodle poop.